Hello everyone, my name is Dylan, and here we have Jesse Soto. How's it going guys? And we're excited today, we're going to be bringing you a show, video series, podcast, whatever you want, and it's going to be about Houston, it's going to be about real estate, it's going to be about business, it's going to be all the things that we do enjoy about life, food, everything good. Um, well, first of all, I want to introduce myself, so my name is Dylan Lauren, I'm a real estate agent with Keller Williams. I've been in the business, it feels like forever. Uh, before that, I've been doing, uh, my family does and runs hospitality businesses. Um, Jesse, yourself? Uh, yeah, my name's Jesse Soto. Um, I've worked for Texas American Title. I've been in the industry, title industry for, God, probably going on seven years now. Wow. Uh, Texas American for three and a half years. Okay. Um, I love it. Um, before I did this, I actually owned and ran a business that we did apparel for the beer industry oh. here in Houston. So I was Houston born and raised, and I live here in the Heights, actually. That's awesome. Yeah. That, that is truly incredible. <laughs> so thank you so much, Jesse, for your introduction. Like I mentioned before, this is going to be a podcast kind of video series, and it's, we're gonna, we're intent, our intention is due like twice a month. Uh, and as we get more interaction and stuff like that, we'll probably be doing it more frequently. So the basis of the show is that we're going to do a main topic of the show, uh, and today I'm excited that that topic is going to be about the Rockets. Oh. Well, it is unfortunate <laughs> that they are just not, they, unfortunately they lost, and we'll, we'll have to see what happens next year. That is our main topic. Uh, but the first topic we're going to get into is the, excuse me, we're talking about the Mark, Houston market, and then we'll get into one of my favorites is Houston restaurants, or just restaurant of the week. And before we get into that, Jesse, first of all, we just came off of Memorial Weekend, and yes. I really want to give a thank you to all of our servicemen and women uh, that sacrificed themselves for our great country, for all of our freedoms. So I thank you. I want to pay my respect to them. Thank you very Agreed. much. Thank you. So, Jesse. Yes. The state of the market. So currently in Houston, we have gone through some rough kind of times over the last year. Some big time heaven flows, big time. Big time. We just endured Harvey. Yes. Harvey, which was probably one of the biggest hurricanes since Katrina, and put us in a debacle. We had 60 inches yeah. of rain. Tons. That's five feet. Yeah. That's just about as tall as I am. And many areas of Houston... Um, were suffered, and while some of them were spared, we did see a lot of distress. Um, I guess, and did you see a lot when you were out and about during that time period in August and September? Area? I did, um, but living out here in the Heights, uh, we were actually, well, where I live, where my wife and I lived, we mm -hmm. were saved. Yeah. It, we were basically kind of an island. Everyone around us was flooded, yeah. um, but we couldn't get in or out, so yeah. we I didn't really get to check out anything. Yeah. Um, but it was going down by the bayou was crazy. I saw so many people lose their homes. Yeah. It was it was something else. Our hearts really go out to them. I I was I was blessed to say that I was didn't have to do anything as well. I was actually up in Montgomery at the time, uh, visiting some family friends and uh, enduring the storm, the storm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, we did a lot of volunteering with us and Keller Williams and. Um, to see the devastation, I was just glad that I could give back and help those that were in need. At the yeah, time. I saw you guys out actually, out and about. Yeah, yeah. all of our red shirts, all of our red shirts. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. It's awesome. Um, so, since Harvey, since the Super Bowl, twenty seventeen was a good year, and 
the real estate was great as well. Yeah. Um, continuing such great trends of houses selling, and then after Harvey, um, there was kind of a lull for a month, and then it really rejuvenated because before then we were seeing it Houston really did switch to a buyer. We saw before Harvey. Houston was heading towards a buyer's market, which mm-hmm. means like over six months of inventory, uh, which we'll get into figures later. Um, at that time, we we're pushing towards that point. We we're around four months of inventory. Now we're around 3.6, um, a little bit lower than that. It's really ebbing and flowed. We see an insurgence of demand. Yeah. Have you guys seen that uh, that on title? Man, we have. We really, really have. It's It's been crazy because I don't know how many times we'll get a contract yeah. and the buyer saying... Um, you know, I had to go five, ten thousand dollars over asking price yeah. to get it, and then the seller's saying, "Oh yeah, I had four or five different people yeah. actually trying to get this house." It's That's, it's been crazy. I, I completely agree. I'm seeing that a lot with with a lot of my buyers. It really depends on the area um, and what the demand is for um, what some buyers are looking for. Exactly. Uh, I have a few figure here, a few figures here. So as of right now, since February, we've seen three point two months. 3.4 months, 3.6 months of inventory. Awesome. So we've seen it slightly increase. Yeah. Um, it's it's indicative of what we'll see for this type of market. Uh, active listings grew from 3,000, excuse me, 33,000 to now 36,000. So we're seeing a lot of people list their house. We're moving in the summer. People want to move. Yep. And then let's see, properties sold. We saw 6,000 properties sell in February. These are uh, the exact numbers. 6,375 and this this most recent month uh, we saw 8,453 so there's that demand we've seen an increase yeah summer's coming early this year summer's (laughs) coming early it feels like and a little bit of volume side we saw 1.7 billion uh, February uh, and has grown to 2.4 billion dollars of real estate sold single family of course Um, wow so these are just the trends that we're seeing right now. Uh, to elaborate kind of what uh, months of inventory is, that means if no more houses were to come to market, that's how long these houses would take to sell. So okay. it would take four months for all the houses to sell when I say four months of inventory on market. Yeah. So just awesome. throwing that out there. Um, well, let's see. What what else do we have here? We are Since, since the, this new year, we're seeing great numbers. It's... Whether it be a great time to buy or a great time to sell, we're at a point when interest rates have uh, kind of been ebbing and flowing. Um, actually, this past week we saw them go down, which is very positive and kind of rejuvenate that, that summertime market yeah. where people could get in a little less. Exactly. Well, Jesse, I think we've talked a little bit, a uh, great amount about real estate, so yeah, let's perfect. go into about restaurant of the week. Oh, my! this is my... Uh, <laughs> I know. My favorite as I well. Like this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, one announcement, Houston just got uh, Nobu, uh, a sushi restaurant, and they actually open tomorrow. Really? June 1st. The awesome. fancy restaurant, always in the rap songs. Yeah, yeah. I wish I knew it. Yeah. I would sing it, <laughs> um, but I don't know it. Yeah. Anyways, um, so they're open, and actually I did a little bit of research, and Nobu is not open, doesn't have a reservation available until June 17th. Jeez. So make your reservations. So now, make right? your reservations That's... now. Maybe plan a month a month ahead. And where are they opening at? Do you they're know? right across. They're right in the Galleria, actually near my office. Uh, it is like McHugh and Westheimer. So, okay. um, just right off of six ten. Um, if you're coming from six ten, you're past Neiman Marcus. You pass Kona Grill. It's right. It'll be right there on the left if you're heading west. Awesome. So, 
Great, delicious food. From what I've heard, I've never been there. They're all over the country, and I think this is like their 42nd worldwide location. I think their 22nd uh, U.S. location. That's awesome. So congratulations to them. Yeah. Well, what have you been eating, Jesse? Anything exciting? Anything new that you've tried? Man, I've been traveling a lot lately, Uh but um, when I'm here... Postinos. Postinos. Yeah. We had that we had that I've, a little bit ago. Yeah, I, I really like enjoyed it. Two week two, three weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. It's it's been open for about a month and a half, two months. Yeah. I've probably been there twenty sometimes. <laughs> but it's right by my house. I yeah. mean they've got probably one of the best happy hours I've ever been to. It's okay. five dollar pitchers of beer, five dollar glasses of wine, um, sandwiches, salads. It's very good. It's awesome. That's good. And that's, that's awesome. on Yale, right? Um, the Yale and 7th. Yeah, right where that entire new mercantile place is. There's okay. that new local foods. They've got a Lululemon. Uh, a, they've got the, the cycle bar and all that yeah. other stuff over there. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, I, I can admit the food is pretty good. Yeah. Um, let's see. I've been to, let's see, what did I write down in my notes? Actually, I've been to just a few fast food restaurants or yeah. kind of more chain restaurants that I had never been to before. Okay. Which so ones? I had Pinkberry for the first time. I like Pinkberry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was good. I just had chocolate ice cream with like the chocolate crunch and those crunches are just so good. Yeah. And then I, like uh, I had Red Robin once. Okay. Uh, I, had, I haven't been to a Red Robin in years. It was good. Yeah. Uh, burger place. The one off of Silver? And uh, This one was at, yes, yes. Okay. Was, yeah, I was, yeah. we were going to the movies one night. Yeah. Um, Another good recommendation is I went to Boss Cat. It's okay. usually known for their whiskeys, and they actually yeah. have a, a BOIB or bring your own liquor. You can store your whiskeys and stuff there. That's awesome. Um, and mm-hmm. I had the burger there. The burger was good. It's not, okay. I wouldn't say it's the best burger in town, um, but it's a good quality burger, uh, and I think most people enjoy it, and it's right in the gallery area. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, but if you're looking for a burger, I tried for the first time. Boss Cats. Uh, well, this is an addition to Boss okay. Cats. I tried Bubba... Uh, what is it called? It's the Bubba Bubba Texas Burger. Okay. So this location, like you would pass it a thousand times, and you would never know it's there. It's like, what is this trailer house on the side of the road? And it, it's it's off of fifty nine, or it's under fifty nine and West Park Tollway. Okay, I know what that is. Yeah. So it's just south of the gallery, a little way. It's under the under the under the road, and yeah. you just go in. I ordered myself a good old rope beer. Um, I'm usually not a fan of drinking sodas, but I just have a nostalgia for root beer. Of course. So I had yeah. my root beer, just waiting for my burger, and then I had, they had a mushroom burger. I don't remember the exact name of it, okay. but it was delicious. They awesome. Have a, they have a special sauce that they have in it. It's like kind of a, a Worcestershire sauce-ish. Um, it's del- It's it's amazing. Awesome. I recommend it. If you're looking for a great burger, I would definitely recommend Bubba Texas Burger. Bubba Texas Burger. There's a few oh. other places I've been, um, but we could probably get to that another time. Or in the comments, just ask me any place that I've been that I've recently tried. I'll be happy to recommend it to you. All right. Topic of the show. Oh, is this a Rockets? The, uh, the, the Heartbreaker. Dang. The Heartbreaker. The Houston Rockets. Man, I was... They they had a good year. They, they had, had a great they, year. They, they had, had sixty five wins plus. Yeah, they had an amazing year. Just think about how awesome we'd be next year with LeBron James on our <laughs> our squad. I I, I that would be that I I, I hope I, I well it, I hope it happens, but yeah. I don't foresee it happening. It's a good possibility <laughs> if creating dynasties. If you ever listen to Count Heard, that's one of his favorite words: dynasties. Dynasties. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um, well, one of the first questions that I, I think we, we could talk about is, well, what did you think of this, the Rocket season in the whole, even with the season ending the way it did? Yeah, I loved it, man. I mean, we, we did well. We were, well, up until that last game. We were shooting yeah. threes well. I mean, yeah. we, we did good. We did really good. 
Uh, I think the entire team really contributed. I would to, definitely agree the to that. Thing. Um, what I saw in the playoffs was that they can bring it. Yeah. If they want to bring it. Exactly. If they and they did it, they did a tr- they did a tremendous job. And when they did when they weren't on, they weren't on. Yeah. Um, and I think there's really some key role players in that. I know Capello yeah. did really well. CP3 did awesome. Yes, Chris Paul did amazing. Um, and I think he really contributed. He added great value. Yeah. Um, we'll talk to this here in a minute, and he's going to be a free agent. Capello's going to be a free agent. <sighs> yeah. But there's other free agents that will be becoming available. Um, to add to that, so what value do you think Chris Paul added to the team? Or what, what kind of – what? Do you see him? Do you think you could stay, see him staying at the Rockets? I do, I do. Especially, you know, man, that uh, who were we playing? It was that last game before the playoffs. Whenever okay. James Harden was kind of like just kind of putting on the brakes a little bit, wasn't yeah. full gas on. Um, you know, CP three really stood up, and I mean, stood out, and yeah. really kind of, uh, kind of just grew the team and played for the team. I mean, yeah. he just he killed it. I, it. I completely agree, and when when he's on, and, and if Harden's not playing the best, he just really adds such great energy to the team. I feel. Yeah. Um, when I was watching these, some of these last playoff games, if like he just like that game five, like he was yeah. just on fire, and like he just he couldn't felt miss. Like he just reinsert he created reinsurgence in the last few quarters when they really needed it. Yeah. Because the last two games, the second half was not their strong suits, unfortunately. Yeah. On James Harden. Uh, yeah. So, now lastly, we they lost their last game against uh, the Warriors, and they've been this is their fourth consecutive time to yeah. the the playoffs. The Warriors are a dynasty. They have some some of the best talent in the league. And yeah, you know I don't believe though, and okay. um, that NBA is rigged. Yeah. But that last game. Yeah. That was a toughie, man. It was. I mean, it's that's a big question. I was watching YouTube and um. They showed the nine fouls that should have been called. Really? And, you know, like three of them were three-pointers yeah. from James Harden that okay. they would have called any other day. Yeah. I just That still kills me. Oh, it, it still kills me. It, it does. I, I would definitely agree that hurts. Yeah. Um, and I think one of the statistics is that they missed 27 consecutive. They missed three. a lot of threes. <laughs> and, like, of threes. even though Chris Paul was hurt, I yeah. really do think that the Rockets could have won if they were more consistent in the second half. Definitely. Um, well, we like, were in the first and second. Yeah, the I mean, first and second, they were ahead. Yeah. And we just saw a lot of people throughout the playoffs, and I think um, when I was looking through some of the statistics, the playoffs, we were seeing that some of the key role players, whether it be Ariza or um, Gordon, I think Gordon was hot when he was hot, and he yeah. looked really good because I was like, I really didn't think Gordon played that bad. But when I looked at the statistics, it's like, he was down, Ariza was down, and Harden was down. Chris Paul was slightly less. Yeah. Uh, but the, the key role players that that stuck out during the playoff season that had a higher average were actually uh, P.J. Tucker and uh, Kevin uh, Capella. Really? So I thought that was interesting. And Dude, I'm really liking Capella. I like him more and more. I do, too. He's, he's it's awesome. like he really, I felt like he really put his heart on, on the court. And like after you kind of saw it after the game after you get shake everyone's hand and unfortunately I didn't, I didn't see Harden do that I think he just went right to the locker room yeah um, but Capella just like he was walking in seemed like he was really distraught now I know he definitely gave it a hundred percent and you can see that by statistics yeah um, so next year this is we're moving into twenty nineteen we think that what do you, who do you think is going to win first of all 
Who do I think is going to win? I think the Warriors are going to win. Who yeah. do I want to win? Now I'm a Cleveland fan. All yeah. of a sudden. I'm <laughs> I hope Cleveland has room on their bandwagon because I'm jumping on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cleveland, uh, I think LeBron has had an amazing year. And probably if you look at his statistics and all the numbers, he's probably had a better year uh, than most of all. Yeah. And um, with Curry being hurt during the, kind of the, the mainstay of the season – and then also um, coming into the playoffs late, he kind of re- rejuvenized there at the end of the Rockets game, and I think yeah. sets them a precedent moving into the, the the championships here. I agree. I'm leaning towards uh, the Warriors, and I think they're going to win just because of the talent. They have a stronger team. Um, when Thompson's hot, they, they usually tend to win. Uh, I think with the, when they played against the Rockets, they, really what the Rockets needed to do was just make sure Steph – Curry and uh, Thompson weren't on fire, and unfortunately, in the last game, oh, the were, second half, they, they were just totally draining them. So yeah. um, that's what we saw, and I, I think the Warriors are going to win as well. And I kind of have a being that, hard, uh, excuse me, um, LeBron is just having such an amazing year, and with a team that may not be the best role players or supporting cast in terms of big names, uh, it would be cool for to see him to win. I agree. It kind of. Yeah. Break the this the third win for, yeah for <laughs> for the Warriors. Okay, so next year, yes, moving into next year, twenty nineteen, the Houston Rockets. Um, they have seven free agents. Okay, uh, the big names are Capella and Chris Paul. Yeah, do you think they'll sign both? <sighs> Tony, come on, sign sign both. <laughs> <laughs> Tillman, get on there. <laughs> yeah. I agree. I agree. I think they should sign them both, otherwise potentially get another free, uh, another strong free agent out there or adding a fourth key player that could really add to their roster. Yeah. Um, uh, from what I know, um, there's some big names out there. LeBron's going to be available. Um, DeMarcus Cousins going to be available. Kevin Durant's actually going to be available. Durant's going to be available. Yeah, Chris right. Paul's available. Uh, Paul George, DeAndre Jordan. These people are wow, all those some huge yeah names. some big names are actually available yeah. uh, for potential rosters to consider. Um, I really like the the chemistry that they had this year. I really think I adding having Chris Paul brought a, a great energy, and I felt like there's a le- like he's a tr- I think he's a leader in my opinion. I agree. Um, uh, and I think he he's a great addition and really can create uh, a great role player within a team that could lead the f- the future and other players within. Yeah. Maybe maybe all the Cut some of the people that may not as contributed much this year. Or the past I was impressed year. how him and Harden worked so well together. I yeah. was scared of that. I was. I, I was, was too. I definitely I thought concerned. one of them would just, you know, always hold the ball. And I'm not saying Harden doesn't, but yeah. you know, it, he gave it up to CP3 for a, a, quite a few times. So I, was, I think so. I think so. When he kind of like recognized that. that, okay, I'm not playing. I'm not as hot. Maybe I'll play a little bit more defense, which we didn't know really see out of Harden all yeah. the time. Um, we he played great defense in a lot of games, key games throughout this yeah. playoff series. So we commend Harden and thanks for him for being such a great role player. And then Chris Paul and the whole team. Unfortunately, we couldn't get it done this year. We'll get it done next year. Agreed. I guess another big name that's up in the air is also Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. Okay. Be- kind of the yeah. the animosity that's kind of developing between him and the Spurs. Um, what I've heard is that there's some rumors going around that he might potentially get the max contract with wow. with the Spurs and they the rumors and that that contract is two hundred and nineteen million. Gosh. It's crazy. Chump change. 
Yeah, jump, change. jump change. Gosh. And then that's the max contract they can get offered by the Spurs. Too bad the Spurs are still going to not be that great. <laughs> and then also, um, if you were to go somewhere else, the potential contract could be maybe upwards of $170 million. Wow. So it's like, what I guess the what is what is the animosity that's developed? Is, does Kawhi Leonard really feel that animosity, um, or is it just an inside conversation that they're going to have? Because his contract is not technically up until next year, I believe. Okay. So it'll be interesting to see what happens in that development. If not Houston, I think he'd be a good place. Yeah, that's a lot of money, though. <laughs> that is a, a lot, lot of money, and the 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 contract space or the the space that we have available, or really, really. Um, the players that we have, I think, if they're able to sign Chris Paul, Capella, I think that adds an, a great to the roster. Agreed. Uh, or continues the great roster that we already have. Especially this past how year. close we got this year. Exactly. I mean, that's crazy with that same team. Exactly. I like, I like kind of yeah. like what I mentioned before is that, like, Houston, I think they could have won even without Chris Paul. Yeah. It's just they needed to play better. And, like, they did. They had consistently great threes. Um, that was that's what Houston was known for was the great three point shooting. And uh, twenty seven missed threes. That's ridiculous. <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. Right? Yeah, that's nuts. Oh well. So, well, Jesse, this is our first podcast. Everyone, audio I mean, series, whatever it is. Yeah. We want to thank everyone for listening. We love your support and any questions, whether you have about real estate, title, um, or really just great food locations. That's some of our favorites. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> some yeah. of our favorites, and we love Houston. So, um, thank you everyone for watching. Um, that's really all we have. Yeah, thank you guys. So you guys enjoy. Have a terrific day. And then we'll see you on our next series. Uh, and we'll see you then. All right. Y'all take care. Bye.